Pastor John Cannon and the Congregation of Victory Church welcome you to this message from the Word of God. It is our heartfelt desire to see you grow closer to the Lord and to help you become all that He has created you to be. Our prayer is that through this ministry you would come to know Him in a greater way and that these teachings from Scripture would better equip you to fulfill His plan in your life. Now, let's join Pastor John as we study the Word together. today. Boy, it's a beautiful day, beautiful Lord's Day. The weather outside, I think this is our first official frost, was it not? I think maybe we had a little bit the other day, but nothing like what we had this morning. So fall is here, winter is soon approaching. That means Christmas time is really, really close. Come on, guys. Are you, am I on? Can you hear me? Huh? Yeah. You got your Christmas shopping done? All right. Hey, I want to uh, continue this series that we've been in here for the last several weeks titled The Pathway to Victory. And in doing this, I'm really just trying to unpack these seven steps on this pathway to victory. And also, I'm trying to share with you our mission at Victory and has been for many years and continuing to be and Uh, So it's good to review a little bit what it is that we do, why we do what we do. And our mission, let's read it together. This is our mission statement. It's on the banners here in the auditorium. It's on the banners out in the Connection Cafe. But let's read our mission statement together. Are you ready? Loving God, loving and... That's it. Loving God, loving others, and passing our faith to the next generation. That's what we do. Every single day, that's what we do here at Victory Church. And that's what I want us to be doing in our lives, especially when we come together collectively. Last week, we talked about honor, and that's just worshiping the Lord. And and, uh, us honoring the Lord is the motivation for our worship. Therefore, really, everything that we do is worship if we're doing whatever we do to honor the Lord. So today I want to talk to you about the second verb, if you will, the second step that we do on this pathway to victory, and that is to connect. And that connect is fellowship and connecting one with another. You see, a lot of people have it wrong. A lot of people think they just come to church, they sit, and they just wait for everybody to minister to them. Well, you're going to be really, really disappointed because that's not really how it happens. The way it happens is you come to church, you get connected with the people in the church and with the church family. And then ministry and loving and caring kind of stems from that. It's really hard to get connected if you just come and sit and then leave. And that's really all you do at Victory Church. It's going to be very, very challenging uh, to really get connected. So I want to talk a little bit about that today and this thing called fellowship and connecting one with another. So if you have your Bibles, turn to Hebrews chapter 10. I'm just going to read these two verses. I'm also going to read 1 John chapter 4 and verse number 21. But Hebrews chapter 10, I want you to look in verse number 24. Let's look at that together, and then we'll go to 1 John chapter 4 and verse number 21. The writer of Hebrews says this to the believers, to the Christians that he was writing to. And he says, And let us be concerned about one another in order to promote love and good works, not staying away from our worship meetings as some habitually do, 
but encouraging each other, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. And then I want you to turn over in 1 John chapter 4, the very last verse in 1 John chapter 4, just simply says this, and we have this command from him, the one who loves God must also love his brother. Okay, so we're going to be talking about and really just using those two verses of scripture as a springboard for us to launch in to this subject matter of fellowship and connecting one with another, loving God, loving others, passing our faith to the next generation. So let's go to the Lord in prayer. You pray for me this morning. Father, thank you for our time together today and thank you, Lord, for our church family. Thank you for this wonderful facility that you have blessed us with, that we can gather in and worship each and every morning. Thank you for the wonderful worship music that we've already heard today. And uh, we ask your blessings now on the reading, the studying of your word today, the preaching of your word today. Uh, we pray you'd open up our hearts and our ears and and God, you'd help us to connect with you, first of all, today. And then, Lord, help us to learn how to connect and share life one with another. We ask your blessings on this day and on our time together. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want to ask you a question. What is the church? What is the church? Is the church brick and mortar? Is the church the building? A lot of times we'll be driving by in our communities and we'll look around and we'll say, Oh, there's a church. Well, that's not really a true statement. As we're driving by Scott Troy Road and we look at this facility, it's really not a true statement to say there's a church. <clears throat> it could be a true statement. It is a true statement to say there's a church building, but that is not the church. <clears throat> the church is not brick and mortar. <clears throat> the church are people. The church is the family. The church are the people that come inside the church building and do life together and share life together. The church is not an institution. The church is not an organization. The church is not a club. The church is not a building. The church is a family, right? Everybody say that together. The church is a, a family. So I want us to talk about how we connect <clears throat> to the church family. And I want to share with you really four levels of this thing that we call fellowship within the, in, within the uh, family of God, within the church. So level number one, I want you to get this one. And jot this down, if you will, please write it in the margin of your mind, margin of your Bible. Make a note somewhere. Type it in on your iPad or your device, whatever it may be. But here's a few things. I'm going to share with you four levels of fellowship, okay? And level number one is going to be membership. And this, that's the most basic level. And that's just where you start in this whole idea of fellowship and connecting one with another. So level number one in these four levels of fellowship is simply just membership. And that is where I choose to belong. Okay, I am making a choice that I want to belong, I want to be a member, I want to be included in this fellowship that assembles and gathers together. Because that's our next step. We come in first of all and we worship, right? We honor the Lord. But there's got to be more than that in this life that we're living. So step number two is that now I'm worshiping the Lord, I'm honoring the Lord. So now my second step in this pathway to victory, is that I'm going to choose to connect. I want to become a member. I want to choose to belong to this assembly of believers that gather together at 223 Scott Troy Road here in O'Fallon under the name of, of Victory Church. Look what Ephesians chapter 2 and verse number 19 tells us. It says, So then you are no more and no longer foreigners and strangers, 
but fellow citizens with the saints and members of God's household. You see, being a Christian is more than just believing. It's belonging, right? It's more than just believing. It's belonging to the family of God. And a lot of folks say, well, I can, I can be a Christian and never really belong to a church or belong to a congregation. Well, that's almost like saying, I'll be a football player, but I'm not going to join the football team. Or I'm not going to belong to the football team. It's almost like saying, you know, I'll be a tuba player, but I'm not going to join the marching band. Right? I mean, those just things, those things don't happen. I mean, you find your tuba player, he's going to find a band. You find a football player, he's going to find a team. Right? You find a Christian, they should be trying to find a body of believers that they can connect with and be a part of. And that's called the local church. You think about our Air Force and say, I want to be, a, I want to be an Air Force airman. But I don't want to be part of the Air Force. That just doesn't work, does it? I don't want to leave the Coast Guard out. I want to be a Coast Guard, but I don't want to be part of the Coast Guard organization, right? That just doesn't work. Kudos to you, Paul. I want to throw that out there to you, right? Paul takes a lot of heat. You, you airmen need to let up a little bit on Paul around here. He takes a lot of heat from all of you guys, and I appreciate everybody that serves in any branch. But to be part of any branch of service, you've got to belong to that branch, right? And it's same in the army of God, in the family of God, right? It's not enough just to say, I believe. We must take the next, next step and say, I belong to the family of God. Listen to what the Bible says in Romans 12 and verse number 5. It says, in Christ, we who are many form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. I love that passage of Scripture. We make up the body of Christ, and each member belongs to all the others. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, and verse number 13, the Scripture says this. This is what we proclaimed in word and action when we were baptized. Get this. Each of us now a part of his resurrection and body. So really, becoming part of the Victory Church family or believing and belonging to a membership and a fellowship that assembles together, it's really the next step. You're saying it's a public way of saying, you know what, I identify myself with the body of Christ, and that is where I choose to belong. Okay. So first step is to honor the Lord. To worship Him. And I hope and pray you do that every day you walk in the doors. And any time we bring a guest with us to Victory Church, these are the steps that we want to march and help our guests walk down. We want them to come in and experience worship. And we want to help them to be able to worship. But then next step number two is we want to help them and help each other and all of us connect to the church family. So that's the most basic level. It's the membership level. Get it? Got it? Good. All right. Level number two is this, is friendship. And that's where we are learning to share. Okay? So membership is number one. That's where we choose to belong. That's level number one. Level number two is friendship. And that's just where we're starting to learn how to share life together. You see, all of us were made in the image of the Lord. We were made in the image of God. So every single one of us were made... For relationships, right? You remember the Lord said, it is not good that man be alone. Now realizing within that context of scripture, he's talking about husband and wife and providing a wife for Adam. But it also implies with us, God doesn't expect you to live your Christian life all by yourself. He wants us to connect with the family of God. He wants us to connect one with another. 
In Acts chapter 2 and verse 44, it says, All the believers met together constantly and shared everything with each other. So we need to be learning to share. And that's part of our mission, loving God and loving others. So this sharing needs to come into place one with another. Listen, guys, the only way that you can develop relationship to this level, level number two, is to intentionally meet together, to intentionally spend time together, to write some time on the calendar where you're connecting one with another. So you're meeting together and you're learning to share together with each other. You've seen those people in life and and they, they may be older and you see how they have these lifelong friends and you see maybe they have friends they've been friends with for 20 years, 30 years, 40 years. And you think, how does that happen? You know people like that? Man, they, they've been friends forever. They've been connected forever. Well, how does that take place? Does it take place with both of them sitting in their house and never coming out of their house? No. It takes place because they are intentionally putting forth an effort to share things with each other, to share life with each other, to choose to meet together, to go out to eat together and do these things together. That's how you build these lifelong relationships and friendships is when you learn how to share. So what are we supposed to share? Let me share real quickly with you three things that we're supposed to share together. And I think we can pull most of this out of Scripture, or all of this out of Scripture. The first thing we're to share together is our experiences, right? I mean, Scripture says in Proverbs that, that iron sharpens iron. So whenever we are sharing our experiences one with another, what's happened is we're coming together, and it's like iron that's sharpening iron. We're to share our positive, good experiences with one another. We're to share our bad experiences with one another. We're to share our mountaintop experiences one with another. And we're to share our time in the valley with each other. So the point is we need to learn how to share our experiences. So ask yourself, am I really connected Am I connected with a small group of believers? Am I really connected with a church family? Am I sharing in experiences of others? Am I sharing my experience with others? You see what I'm saying? It's a two-way street. You know, I tell my family all the time back home in North Carolina, you know, they always expect me to come back home and visit everybody. And so whenever I go back home, then i got to spend two or three days trying to get around and visit everybody. And I tell every one of them, listen, the highway goes both ways. Hello? Come see me. You know? The same thing in fellowship. A lot of times we sit here and we wait for people to share your experience with me. Come minister to me. Come connect with me. But what are we doing? Buckle up now. Are you ready? <laughs> what are we doing to connect with others? It goes both ways. Everybody smile at me right there, okay? I know sometimes that gets hard. I just want you to see it goes both ways. We've got to learn how to share our experiences. The second thing, we, we can share our homes together. When's the last time you've invited someone into your home? You say, well, my house isn't presentable. It's not about your house. Matter of fact, my wife tells folks all the time, if you're coming to look at my house or coming to see how clean I am, just don't even come. But if you're coming to see me, come on. Hello? It's not about showing off a house. It's not about showing how clean you may be. It's about connecting with each other, right? <clears throat> and when we go into someone's house, <clears throat> we shouldn't be looking around to see how nice it is or isn't. We shouldn't be looking around to see how clean it is or isn't. <clears throat> Are you with me, guys? Whenever we go to someone's house, we're going to see them, right? 
Pay attention to them. Are you guys with me? So open up our homes. Let's invite folks over. Let's have dinner together. Let's share life together. That's that connectivity that needs to take place. First Peter chapter 4 and verse number 9 says this. It says, open up your homes to each other. Now, guys, here's something I do know. You can worship in a crowd. You can come in here on Sunday mornings and this place can be packed and you can worship Without another seat in the building, you can worship and honor the Lord in a crowd. But when it gets to step number two, you can't fellowship in a crowd. You just can't do it. You cannot connect in a crowd. You just can't do it. So you're going to have to schedule that time when you spend time together throughout the week. And, of course, one of the ways we do that here at Victory Church is through our small groups. And so I want to encourage everyone. And I like what I'm seeing already taking place with, with some of our, our younger couples. I'm seeing them getting together and doing things together and going out to eat together. And you know what? That's what it's all about. Honoring the Lord and then connecting with each other. Now, listen, it's impossible for any one person to connect with everybody. It just can't happen. You just can't do it. Right? Matter of fact, it's been proven, studies have been done, that a pastor can only effectively, by himself, pastor a congregation. The maximum size is about 70. And that's stretching that pastor to, to minister to that many people. You, you just can't do it. You've got to spread, you've got to almost realize that, that you've got to spread out the responsibilities in a church because no one man or woman, person, can minister to everybody. The same thing is true in connecting with each other. We can gather here together on Sunday mornings and worship in a crowd. But to connect with each other, we can only do that in smaller groups. Now, whether it's a organized, structured, small group that's meeting together and doing a Bible study, that's all well and good. Or it can be another group that's kind of getting together and just doing things and sharing life together. That's good as well. The point is we've got to be intentional about meeting together within smaller groups. But there's something else we need to share. Not only share our experiences, not only share our homes, but we also need to share our problems. Listen to what Galatians chapter 6 and verse 2 says. It says, share each other's troubles and problems. And guys, you know, whenever we share a joy with someone else, that joy is doubled. And whenever we share a problem with someone else, that problem now is cut in half and we're bearing and carrying each other's burdens. So I want to encourage you, if you're not already, I want to encourage you to get connected one with another. Now, I know Talia's over there, and she knows, oh, my time's coming. I've asked Dustin and Talia if they would come up and just give a little testimony. And, and they're doing a wonderful job leading their small group and, and connecting one with another. And so I just wanted, I, I just shot this out to them this week. I said, hey, guys, would you be willing to come up and give a, a short testimony on just uh, what your small group and what your church family means to you and your small group means to you and connecting one with another? So... Um, and I love the Cubby's vest, Allison. That's good job. So anyhow, step up to this microphone right here and just share with us, if you will, please. Okay, so I didn't start coming to Victory Church till I met Dustin, and uh, he brought me here, and I really liked everybody that I met. And then we started going to a small group. Uh, our first small group was, I, I believe, Donetta and Dave were leading ours. And uh, I really enjoyed going every every time. We were, the, I think, the youngest in that in that group, but we we still had a good time. And 
um, they, they really helped me um, grow in my Christian life. They helped me learn how I can live every day that way and not just come to church and, you know, shake hands with everybody and put on a smile. Um, they also, um, I made new relationships. I could uh, confide in them about things that were heavy on my heart, and uh, they would they would always pray with me, and that was that was different for me. I was I was usually told to be strong and don't cry kind of person, and so it was it was a it was a long road for me here at Victory Church to really uh, open up. Uh, they they helped me to see my strengths and encouraged me to get involved in the church when when they saw or if I saw something that uh, fit my personality or my abilities. They uh, also helped make me be accountable. Uh, they uh, <clears throat> sorry <laughs> they are my they're my brothers and sisters in Christ and I do my best not to let them down or or my heavenly Father. But I do know that with the relationships I have built built through Christ, I will be forgiven. These relationships are my forever relationships. Having a lot of military families here, we've also built relationships with them, and they may, they may move, but I know one day we will be together again. Hey, everybody. Uh, for me, I've been in small groups for about eight years, uh, and I just did a little timeline. Uh, in eight years, I was in high school. I've been single. I've gone to college. I've dated, been engaged. Uh, I've gotten married, have bought a house, and I've had two kids. Uh, so small group, uh, for me, it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't change. Small group is always small group, but it's you that change. And in eight years, you know, we've been going... You know, I've been going by myself. We've gone together. Now we take our girls. But uh, small groups, they're always there wherever you are, whether you're, well, anyway. So they're always there. And uh, uh, that's just a timeline. But, you know, everybody in eight years, things change emotionally as well. And small groups are always there <clears throat> for that part of it, too. Uh, and... Okay, um, but anyway, just that one time, we've had eight kids in a small group too, uh, from newborn to three years old. So we have been outnumbered with kids, but small group can still happen. Uh, right now, there's six kids and they're all girls, so uh, <laughs> it can still happen with kids and all girls. Nothing wrong with that, but uh, uh, but it, it, it's been with us. Uh, it's uh, we have changed, but small group is always the same. It's there with you, and I have found that uh, small groups with food are the best small groups. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right, give them a hand. Thank you, guys. Whoa, whoa, whoa! That's my Bible. I'll let him take it. You can have it. G- good job, guys. Thank you for sharing with us today, and the two girls, and you gotta love them, huh? Amen. Thank you guys for coming and sharing. So that's a little bit about connecting one with another. Uh, so that's the friendship level, okay? Let me share with you level number three, all right? And I've got to hurry up here because we're going to run out of time. Level number three is partnership. So, okay, so we have membership, that's choosing to belong. We have friendship, 
That's learning to share. Level number three is partnership. And partnership is doing my part, okay? So you can see how this connecting thing is more than just coming to church, sitting, and going home, right? It's, it's really taking that next step and connecting in membership, connecting in friendship, connecting in partnership. And that's just doing my part. So partnership is realizing that I have a contribution to make. Okay, that I have a part that I am to do, that I have something that I am to share with. Okay, so it's not coming and sitting and soaking because if we just come and sit in the spiritual sauna, we're going to sit and soak and we're eventually going to get what? You know, the next word starts with an S sour, right? If we just come here and sit in the spiritual sauna, we're going to sit and soak and eventually sour. So what we've got to do, we've got to learn how to serve in our home. Raising Tyler and Kristen, we always have had and we still have something that's called family responsibilities. Now, there are responsibilities in the home, especially when the kids were younger and they were growing up there and they're kind of young adults now doing their thing. And they're in and out and we don't even know where they're going, what they're doing. For the most part, they're kind of just doing their thing. But when they were smaller in the house... There were family responsibilities. We divvied up the chores. We said, okay, you are responsible for this, and you are responsible for that, and you are responsible for this. And that way, it just helped everything to work really well. Well, the same thing is even true in a church family. We have church family responsibilities. It's called ministry. It's our place where we serve. And here's something I've discovered, and I know you have as well. Many hands, finish the statement for me, make light work. Oh, it's amazing how much we can get done when we're all working together. You know, I think about yesterday and the work day we had here at the church and and what a beautiful day we had, and everybody coming together and working. And, and, uh, but there was one young man, I was, imp- I was impressed with everybody, but Rolo yesterday, he got here early and he stayed. He's one of the last ones to leave. And that young man carried, I mean, he just worked hard. Everybody worked hard, and I'm not saying that, but I was impressed with him. You know what he did? <clears throat> he took that next step to connect with Victory Church and with the church family. And he found his place, and he stepped in there and was doing his part. And as I was watching him yesterday, I was thinking about this particular point of my message. Now, there were others that were here working, but they have found their place, and they're working and serving in a lot of different places at Victory, and I'm very thankful for them. But here I watched a young man take this next step, take the next initiative, of connecting one with another. And guys, that's what it takes for all of us, okay? So we've got to find our place. 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse number 9 says, We are partners working together for God. So all of us need to find our niche. We need to find our ministry gift. We need to find what we're shaped for. And if you haven't taken class 301, whenever I get to serve, that's kind of what that's about. I want to encourage you to get in that class and get connected and find out what your spiritual gifts are and use those in the church family together because that's the partnership, okay? Ephesians 4.16 says the whole body is fitted together perfectly. And this is, this is God's job and this is what he's do, he does as each part does its own special work. We all have a niche, We all have a spiritual gift. We all have an area in ministry that we need to be serving in together. Now, as you're serving, let me put this little disclaimer in there. As you're serving, keep your attitude in check. Keep your motive in check. 
Why are you doing what you're doing? If you remember, we're to do everything for the Lord. In Matthew 25, 20, he says, Just as you did it to the one of the least of those who are members of my family, you've done it unto me. So we need to realize that everything that we're doing, we're doing it unto the Lord. Let me give you the fourth level of fellowship, and I'll be done. So that's partnership. We've talked about friendship or membership, choosing to belong. We've talked about friendship, learning to share. We've talked briefly about partnership. That's doing my, my part and finding my place to serve here in ministry at Victory. But also the last one is kinship. Well, that kinship is an old term. Uh, that word really isn't used much any longer. Um, if you go to the hospitals and someone is either very, very ill or you need to call in the family. A lot of times you hear the term, let's call in their next of kin, right? That's someone that's really, really close to that individual. This is the deepest level of fellowship, all right? We have the membership, choose to belong. We have the friendship, where we choose to share. We have the partnership, where we choose to serve. But this is the deepest level, It's that kinship level. It's that level that says, hey, I am going to love believers like family. Get really connected one with another. Having that real close relationship with each other. A couple verses of scripture, Acts 2.42 says, speaking of the early church, says they were like family to each other. Romans 12.10 says, be devoted to each other like a loving family. So it's that connecting one with another. Let me share with you two verses of Scripture, and I'm going to be done. Every one of us in, here, in this building, we know John 3.16, right? For God, let's say it together. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. John 3.16. We all know that verse. Do you know 1 John 3.16? You should know 1 John 3.16 just like you know John 3.16. Now, let's connect these two together. Listen to what this verse says. We know what real love is because Christ gave up his life for us. And we ought to give up our lives for our Christian brothers and sisters. John 3.16 is the Lord giving up his life for us. 1 John 3.16 is us giving up our life for each other. John 3.16 is loving God because he gave up his life for me. 1 John 3.16 is me loving others and me giving up my life for others. That, my friends, is the deepest level of fellowship. Connecting with each other. And by the way, it takes a process to get to this point, right? (laughs) You won't get there the first day you accept Christ. I mean, there's a transformation that has to begin from the inside out. It's called sanctification, where we're being changed. But the deepest level of fellowship is where, yeah, I love God, but I love others. I love John 3.16, but I live in 1 John 3.16. To where I give up my life as a sacrifice to others. That, my friends, is connecting. Okay? Let's pray together. Ask the band to come. I'm done. Father, thank you for our time together today. And Lord, I just pray as we 
take this pathway to victory. And as we take step number one, help us, God, to worship and honor you. But step number two is to connect. And God, I just pray that these four levels of fellowship have resonated in our heart, in our minds. Lord, I just pray that you help us to connect with each other. And God, it starts with us choosing to belong. It starts with membership. And if there are any here today that that haven't chosen to be a member of Victory Church, I just pray, God, you speak to their hearts and, and help them take that next step. And for those that have taken that next step of membership, help them, help us take that next step of friendship that we learn how to share, share our experiences, share our home, share our troubles and our trials and our problems, share life together. And God, help us also to connect in the area of partnership. Help us choose to serve. Find our place where we can serve each other. And God, help us to connect by getting to the deepest level of fellowship, and that's kinship. Thank you, Lord, for First John, or for John 3.16, where you gave your life for us. But help us to live in First John 3.16, where we give our life for others. Father, fellowship is huge in your word. Connecting with each other is huge in Scripture. Help us to be those individuals that can do that. If you're here this morning and and you may be feeling like the Lord's dealing with your heart, just let me pray with you right now. Father, for that individual today that you have fingered around in their heart and you reveal to them at what level of fellowship they may be, if they haven't even gotten connected at all, Father, I pray, help them make a decision today. God, help us to grow deeper in our fellowship with each other. All the way to the level of kinship. To where we give up our life for our brothers and sisters in Christ. Bless each one that's here today. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you for our church family. In Jesus' name we pray. Well, thank you for joining us for this message from the Word of God. We know that the truth you have just heard will change your life if you believe it and intentionally apply it. If you need someone to pray with or maybe you just want someone to talk to, please call us at 618-622-9360. That's 618-622-9360. Or you can email us at victory at victorychurchonline.net. If you're interested in obtaining more teaching materials, or if you'd like to partner with us in this ministry, please contact us. You can email or call, or send a request to 715 Lake Point Center, Suite 109, O'Fallon, Illinois, 62269. Come and check us out on the web at www.victorychurchonline.net. And again, we thank you and are glad you could join us.